Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, five and twenty tin soldiers were fashioned out of a silver spoon. They were brothers, and each wore a uniform and held a musket. All were quite dashing. Tin soldiers! cried a voice. Tiny hands lifted the lid off the box in which they sat, and a face appeared. It was a little boy. Oh, how I love them, he exclaimed. He took them out and put them on the table, setting them up in a straight line. It was the little boy's birthday, and they were his present. All the tin soldiers looked exactly alike, except for one. He had been cast last, and since there was not quite enough left of the silver spoon, he was cast with only one leg. He stood on this leg, just as sturdy as the rest of them. On the table, where the boy had set up the tin soldiers, he had many other playthings as well, including a castle. It was made of cardboard and had little windows in the courtyard. In front of the castle, there were little trees and a mirror in the shape of a lake. But it was the lady who stood in the open doorway, a ballerina, you see, that caught the eye of a little tin soldier. She was in arabesque, arms raised with one leg held straight out behind her, so perfectly that from where the little soldier stood, it seemed as if she too had only one leg. She is just like me he thought. I should like to meet her. How lovely she is. She will be my wife one day. But she lives in a castle. I have only a box and four and twenty roommates. That is no place for such a fine lady. But I must meet her, for if I do not, I can't go on. He watched and admired how she could stand so long without ever losing balance. When evening came, The other tin soldiers were put away in their box and the little boy and his parents went to bed. The little tin soldier was hiding behind the box and was not put away. As soon as the door to the room closed, a tiny sound began. And suddenly, the toys awoke. The little soldier found he could move. He fastened a small splinter as a leg and was off. The nutcracker played music while the pencil played the violin, for he now had arms. The tin soldiers rattled about in their box, trying to get out, but the lid was too heavy for them. The little tin soldier did nothing but keep his eyes on the ballerina as she performed. She danced along to the music and, oh, how lovely she looks, 
thought the tin soldier. The tin soldier hopped onto the chair and then climbed onto the windowsill. What a better view I have now. It's as if I am at a ballet at the grandest theatre in the world. Suddenly, the jack-in-the-box, who was sitting just beside him, sprang up. He looked down at the tin soldier and said, How about you keep your eyes to yourself? The ballerina is mine. I've been here much longer than you, and I've been courting her for months. Keep away. I have no quarrel with you, Jack, but I won't be told what to do. Besides, she doesn't belong to anyone. Jack laughed, but said no more. When the sun came up, the toys were frozen once again. The tin soldier was still on the windowsill. When the little boy entered the room, a gust of wind came with him and blew the window open. The little tin soldier fell out and landed in the grass upside down. The little boy ran out to look for him. Here! I am here! he cried. Over here! But the boy did not see him. The little tin soldier waited all day. Then, finally, the sun went down and he was able to move again. He turned himself right side up and just as he did, it began to rain. He took cover under a leaf, but it was too late. The little dolls were passing by and saw him. Little rascals they were. Tin soldier, said one of them. Oh, let's send him down the river. They giggled as they made a paper boat out of newspaper and placed the tin soldier in the middle of it. Clapping their hands, they sent him down the little river that the rain had created. Straight into the gutter he went. It was quite dark, and the boat tossed and turned. The waves splashed. Ah! he cried. The wind rattled and the boat picked up speed. So fast it went that the tin soldier did not quite know what was happening. His head was spinning, but he stood steady as ever. This must be the -the jack-in-the-box. He must have made that wind blow and knew I'd go out the window, he thought. Where can I be going? Suddenly, a rat stood up out of the water. "'Jig our bus, Bart?' he asked. "'Give it me!' he told the tin soldier. The boat did not stop and flew right past him. The rat rushed after him, trying to grab hold. "'Stop! Stop him!' he bellowed. "'He didn't bear the toll! Stop him!' But it was no use. The current grew stronger and the boat flew faster down the waterway. Suddenly, the soldier saw daylight ahead. I'm saved, he thought. Then a rumbling began. The most terrifying rumbling. It was the end of the gutter. And after that, the water poured into a great canal. It was a huge drop. The paper boat flew out of the gutter and into the air. Down they went, and then, splash! It plunged into the water, the little tin soldier with it. And when he plunged into the water, the sunlight hit him. And he was once again just a toy.
It was a whirlpool, and he was sucked down. He thought of the dancer. I'll never see her again, he thought. Farewell, oh lovely maiden. Farewell. Just then, he was swallowed up by a huge fish. My, how dark it is in here. Much darker than when I was in the gutter. Quite cramped, too. I should crawl out. But he could not, for he was frozen. Just a silver tin soldier he was. Then, something shiny appeared. The fish had been caught. That'll make a nice dinner, said the man. Oh, father, look how big it is, said the little boy. Who's that? The tin soldier thought. I can't see them. He waited and waited and waited. Then suddenly he heard a cry. What on earth? said a voice. A little tin soldier inside a fish? The cook had spotted him and pulled him out. She cleaned him off and brought him upstairs to the playroom. Lo and behold, the little tin soldier was back in the same room as he had been before. And there she was, the ballerina. He waited the rest of the day. And finally, when the sun went down and all were asleep, he marched right up to the ballerina and said, May I have this dance? And dance they did. The end. And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children.